Welcome back to another undesirable episode of the Burning Eden Podcast. I am Bath, your suave, smooth, spicy Satanist. And I am Mel, your favorite big titty heathen. Uh, so, Beth, uh, yes. now that I live, you know, a little closer to you, uh, when are you going to come visit? Uh, new podcast, who this? I know where you live. I need to move. Let's get lost first. Let's get dangerous. You're in the bar. Get on the bus. We'll see you in hell. You do realize this is all your fault. Actually, it's Jeff's fault. I need to send him my therapy bill. Uh, speaking of, did he bully you enough? Because I gave him specific instructions. Suck my... Why t- don't you tell us about the Patreon, Beth? Hmm. Yeah, let, let's, let's hmm. do that. Uh, yeah. So, if you like what we do, because <laughs> we like what we do. We don't yeah. like ourselves that much, but we, we do like what we do this is fun yes uh you can help us out by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash burning in 666 there's different tiers of support you can be a sinner for only three dollars a month mm. less than a shitty cup of coffee or you can be a heathen for six dollars and 66 cents a month we'll give you a thank you message mm. and we'll shout you out on every episode i promise we will not fuck up the spelling <laughs> or the pronunciation of your name at all Ever. Unless you want it. I mean, that's not, but that's up Unless to you. Unless you want us to. Yes. We'll do whatever you want. <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> you want to be a blasphemer and get some swag, which stands for stuff we all get. Uh, yes, uh, it can be a blasphemer for $20 a month. But if you really, really, really like us more than we like ourselves, mm-hmm. you can become a Patreon under the diabolical tier. You get all the swag as well as exclusive content. Mm-hmm. We will do shady things for you. It, it'll be like a monthly handy, you know, diabolical handy. Hey, whatever you pays know. the bills. But that's what I'm saying. You got to keep us up. Yeah, that. Anywho, uh, <laughs> on today's episode, we have the absolute pleasure of speaking with Dave Capozzi. Is that how you say it that's in good. Italiano? Oh, wow. Capozzi. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. Thank Whoa. you. So good to be here. <laughs> don't lie. Don't lie. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a pun to start. I got nothing. Oh, well, <laughs> well the night is young, so <laughs> I'm sure I will hate it. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm well. How are you? We're doing great. Could be better. It's, I could a pleasure. it's such a pleasure better. to be here. It is your pleasure to be here. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you signed the agreement. Oh, this is true. <laughs> you read the fine print. Oh, right. I sure uh, did. You I didn't, know about, I, I didn't know about a, the fact that I could become a center for three bucks a month. That is a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We will horrend, um, put you on our list and spell your name incorrectly. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Capizza. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> and it'll just be the pizza emoji. That's it. I got a much worse one that I'm not going to say right oh, now. No. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> now? Let your imagination. <laughs> no, we're not going to butcher your last name. <laughs> so disrespectful. We only treat people with respect it. on this show. Yes. Uh, but before we move on, get to know you a little better. Do you know what time it is, Mel? <gasps> what time is it? 
Well, it's 7.22 p.m. over here on my time. Just kidding. It's time for... Per tradition, we would love the guests to read the Bible verse of the day. What do you have for us, Dave? Um, I want to read this with as much Mm. reverence as I possibly can. (laughs) Ezekiel 4.15. If you could all stand for the reading. I'm going to bow my head. I don't have pants on. Sorry, I can't. And he replied to me, look, I will let you use cow dung instead of human excrement. And you can make your bread over that. Oh. That's, uh... Feels feels like it was mercy. Mm. You know? Mm. Like, using human excrement would not be as good. I mean, has anybody tested it? Like... That's a great question. It Mm. feels like it should be a regular practice in most... Mainline yes. churches. So yeah. these are the cow patties they talk about? I think so. <laughs> Punished! I hate it here. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> this is such shitty bread, man. Do it again. Do it again. No, no. <laughs> no. Punished! You know what? I could be playing my Zelda game right now. I could be like balls deep in fucking Ganon right now. But no, I'm here. That's cold. But anyway. And that was. God damn it. Thank you. Look at his face. He's really good already. I love it. (laughs) We're taking a game of the the bar is on the floor. You can't go any. Mm Lower than that. So good. There, you no can only go, it only goes up from here. <laughs> I believe it. See? Just yeah. have faith. She's yeah, a believer. I, have faith. I do. I do. <laughs> Terrible. Um, so we would love to get to know you. Can Thanks. you tell us about your religious background and uh, you know how you got there to deconstructed? And, sure. Yeah. Easy. 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 Easy easy. <laughs> uh, I grew up all over the map christian mm. so my parents like a lot of parents of us older people you know me and mel um told you <laughs> Not that old. Um, a lot of our parents converted from catholicism to like being evangelicals in the 70s because like, oh, mm. my parents did that and so i grew up like pentecostal and uh and then up until the age of 11 so i have like all these experiences of having People put their hands on me and mm. trying to get me to speak in tongues. Oh, yeah. You know? Slated mm. the spirit. Yeah, all that stuff. <clears throat> so up until 11, and then we just bounced around Baptist, you know, Orthodox, like all over the place. Hmm. And then, Orthodox, wow. Yeah, it was just wild. Nazarene, you name the denomination, I've been part of it. The fuck's hmm. Nazarene? Nazarenes are, they're like Methodists, like <clears throat> conservative Methodists. Interesting. And Methodists are pretty conservative. Yeah, that totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. We know yeah. What- the fuck uh, you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> um, you know there's like forty-five thousand christian literally he's like what's what? a Nazarene? oh it's like a methodist you're like what is that i don't <laughs> they're method acting it's fine <laughs> is, is that why? you know what's amazing though i was i was fully indoctrinated by this uh video series in the 80s called fire by night 
No way. Oh. And this imagery is interesting because so much of the stuff that they came out against was Satanism. There was some, these this series called Satanism Unmasked. It was just this Ooh. whole... Uh, what was the guy's name? Anton LaVey? Was he yes. like the guy? Yeah. So yeah. like they went in on him. I just my whole life was being afraid of Satanists. There it is. There it oh. is. Oh, spooky. Yes, so spooky. spooky. So spooky. Um, so I was just made to fear everyone that wasn't one of my people. Mm. So um, in my 20s, I went to a Christian high school, went to a Christian college. Ooh. Wow. Um, and then got out into, into the world a bit. And then like five years after working in finance, I decided to go to seminary because no shit yeah um so i did that in boston and um two years in though two years in i was like i was trying to get out of finance i finally was able to and i started working with people experiencing homelessness in the boston area and that plus being in seminary was like oh okay i don't believe this stuff anymore So, so two years in i was in a preaching class and like 45 minutes into the class i'm like I'm never going to do this. So I walked out. I walked out. Shut and I, up, I what? Go, yeah. And I didn't go back in wow. until, until like, what year was that? Until five, six years later mm-hmm. when I got hired to be a pastor. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> well. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing something like Larry David. You know, yeah. You want to do enthusiasm. Nah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you know, that kind of reaction. Nah, I don't want to do this. Yeah. That's that was it. That was it. In the right. in the moment. I didn't say anything to anybody. I was just like, what am I doing here? Oh god. And I just walked out. I just walked out. Yeah. Mm. But that but like I stayed in like working with people experiencing homelessness. That's yeah. what I did. And then like at some point someone called me they were like hey we we heard we know about like what you do would you be interested in being a pastor at our church we're looking for a pastor and i was like yeah that sounds about right did you do it because you failed in finance and you needed money or did you do it because you believed i or... did it okay so <laughs> sorry <laughs> no these are like this is legit questions like i legit did it because I'd become jaded by nonprofits. And what I cared about was seeing the system work for people who were marginalized. Okay. So, and I thought, I'm like, you know what? Church is a very unique organization in our context. They don't pay taxes. Mm. They yep. don't have grants. So you don't need people to like, you don't need to apply for stuff. Say, I'm going to do that. I, you know, I, all I did was work with grants. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, if I do that, I, I know the Bible really well. I studied it, Hebrew, Greek, all that. Wow. And yeah, I, I think I could do, I believed I still am, am like a real believer in the way that Jesus went about revolting against mm-hmm. an oppressive regime. Um, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Get it. Oh, I'm a, I'm a big time. I'm a big fan of any revolutionary mm-hmm. that uses a different approach to overthrow empires. That is like the thing that I'm attracted to with Jesus, with people who are inspired by Jesus and mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to use, I'm going to do church that way. So for me, it was like, I started a church after that. So like I did that for two years and then they ran out of funding because churches are dying and they mm. thought they'd bring in like this cool pastor guy with tattoos and yeah. bring in the youth. And Hello, my fellow kids. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like Jesus, 35. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And then I started a church in a city nearby. That's crazy. And um, it was like that, though. It was like very much not 
Christian. I had like Jewish huh. people come. Mm. I was the president of the board of the interfaith organization. So like okay. I'd go speak at mosques and temples and I'd have those people come to the, to the evangelical church that I ran. It was very much op- affirming of LGBTQ plus people. Okay. Um, very outspokenly anti-racist, all the kind of stuff that you don't associate with evangelicalism. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, yeah. So I was like deconst- fully deconstructed, but it was painful for me. It was mm-hmm. very painful. Like once I lost the belief that Jesus was God, it was extremely yeah. painful. I was yeah. going to ask you about that. How did you do that? It it honestly just happened. <sighs> it just happened. Like I was oh. like, I've always been a believer in like science mm-hmm. and, um, and empirical evidence. And all that. But there, there came a point when I was pastoring that I'm just like, I just actually don't think that there's like this arc that leads towards like, the kingdom coming. Mm. Like, I don't, I just don't see it. We we're like 2000 years removed. And, yeah, yeah. and I just, I don't know. It just, something finally clicked mm. like the collection. I think my relationships with Jewish people really had an influence on me. Okay. Um, where they were, they were just kind of like, yeah, he was great, but like not anything special. Like he was, a, he was like, special like any of our other heroes mm-hmm. um i'm like yeah that actually makes the most sense so yeah but it but i didn't want to admit it out loud and i certainly couldn't admit that out loud as a pastor right but um i mostly you know didn't believe in inerrancy and all that sort of stuff of the bible okay yeah 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 so i guess that's what you gotta do to deconstruct to actually get in it what, and read what led to it was book. just experiencing life like evangelicalism is this system that is about certainty. So, so once um, that got disrupted, it started with working with people experiencing homelessness, people being outside, seeing that hope for them wasn't based on an afterlife. Like they did, weren't, no one was like, oh, I get to be in heaven when I die. They were like, no, can you give me something now? Like, I just want a house maybe, yeah. right. like an apartment, um, a, a hamburger, you know? So like <laughs> once... I realized that that wasn't hopeful. That messed me up. There were all these like just living in the world stuff that they were trying to protect me from when I was a kid that started to be like, oh, this is why they were trying to protect me from it because <laughs> mm. it would unravel all the beliefs. And that's what it did. Interesting. I think if you have ever, any level of empathy, you can't stay fully committed to the movement. Yeah. Mm. That's my, my thought. <laughs> Are you saying Christians have no empathy? I'm saying Christians don't leave their space long enough mm. yeah. to have relationships that are mutual. Yes. Right. <clears throat> it's only, it's all one way, right? Yes. I, yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I feel like I, when I see like these videos of these Christians, like trying to give a homeless person, you know, just mm. something that's always like, it's fucking per- per- performative. That's all it is. Yep. Pray you know? with me first. Right. 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 Listen to oh. what I, my bullshit. I had to preach to you and then, and then you get fed and then you get, you know, I've seen I saw that. this. I oh. went to, I went to Haiti. Cause that's what, you know, you got to do all the things. <clears throat> I did all the things. Wow. I went to Haiti after the earthquake. This was a little different. Holy shit. And so we're there and there's these missionaries that have been there for 35 years. These old white people who lived in a compound. 35 years. But they were white, old white people that lived on a compound. They couldn't speak a lick of Haitian Creole. They come to this place that we were at. Colonizers. And, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So they come to this place and the people were experiencing high levels of cholera because mm. the water had been made 
unclean guess who by who the UN so the UN had been disposing of their their dung their human excrement in the water and it got people sick so what what these what these missionaries were doing were giving away filters for their water and so I experienced this firsthand the they come to the church they gather women from the community they come in they give them a presentation they have a translator and they're like We'll give you this filter if you pray this prayer with us. I fucking hate that shit. It's like dangling the Mm. carrot. Yeah. Mm. Or it's like like, or like the the fucking timeshare. (laughs) Timeshare. (laughs) 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 We'll give you these tickets to that show, but you first have to see our presentation. (laughs) Just come to this four hour presentation. (laughs) Oh Oh. yeah, it's the worst. It was stuff like that that I'm like, yeah. and I even I even talked to the people that we were with about it. I was like, this was really disturbing. And the the guy, the response of the guy that was with us, who was a pastor from Vermont, you know, lots of people that weren't white, <laughs> um, came. He's like, you have no idea what it takes to be a missionary here. I was like, yeah, I know, but that I know it doesn't take colonizing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. It's pretty terrible. So, it sounds like you're very interested in anti-racism work. Uh, yeah. Where where does that stem from? Uh, that is a so that starts that actually is from seminary. So my mm. very I went to um, Gordon Conwell Theological Seminary, which is pretty well known because Billy Graham had a hand in starting it. Mm. <clears throat> and the, I thought when I was like signing up, I thought I was signing up for that seminary. <laughs> Oh. But it, they had an urban ministry campus, which was like no white people, none. It's in this part of Boston called Roxbury that just there's not a white person in sight. So I was one out of three people typically in classes, not intentionally. I didn't do that intentionally. Yeah. So I, I ended up my very first class was this social ethics class. And they were talking about racism because they were very much like, yeah, racism's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas you don't hear that at all in even white evangelical spaces. Nope. Right. So I for the amount of time that I was there, which ended up, I did finish my degree because the church paid for me to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up in every class. We talked about that stuff. So I was just like soaked in relationships with people who experienced racism in a way that I never could have imagined. Mm-hmm. I saw right. it firsthand. And then I, once you see, you can't unsee kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just became, it's one of those things where if you have someone you care about, that's experiencing some kind of suffering, you're like, well, okay. Well, you'd do it for me. You know, right. if I ever like gave someone a T-shirt because they were, had been soaked and sleeping outside, mm-hmm. they'd be so grateful. I'm like, well, if I was out there, either you would do it for me or I really would hope you would. <laughs> <laughs> right. But back then, you know, we were compelled from the Christian perspective to do it because Jesus would mm. and because we'd get some reward for it. But it's just a basic yeah. human decency that <laughs> fucking reward man it's yeah. not really about human empathy it's about no. working for a prize you know? yes right. which is what actually no the little that i do understand about satanism is very much like it's a humanistic mm-hmm. kind of philosophy correct correct yeah just do it because because you want to right <laughs> not because you have to exactly right yeah, yeah. yeah. uh so uh, as a white cisgender man yeah um how does another fellow <laughs> cisgender white man work towards 
being more anti-racist. So it, from your perspective, what helped you become more empathetic towards people of, of different, you know, ethnicities and races? Um, I think you're, well, I have to be honest. I think you have to be forced. Uh, um, interesting. I don't, I don't think my experience now after sheesh, that was like 16, 15, 16 years of mm -hmm. being now involved in this kind of work mm -hmm. is that white people either come into the work with a sense of superiority and try to do the same thing that we do when we're not anti-racist boom, or, <laughs> or, um, we're just not convincible. So like you just, the, you could, you could break it down to the easiest, most like spoon fed version of this is the way the system works. It's not mm -hmm. going to do anything. Mm -hmm. I think that people have to be confronted with how their whiteness is like shows up in our society. And the only way to do that is relationship, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, the problem with our system is that we're not connected relationally. Mm -hmm. And if we are, if we are, then dominant culture gets to determine the way the relationship functions. So I had, yes. you know, black best friend, but he had to function according to whiteness. Yes. You know, it's exactly. like when you, when you hear, I just saw, you know, that just Pearl, just pearly things. Have you heard of oh, her? Oh, fuck that bitch. Yeah. Right. Fuck, fuck so her she, ass. Oh my she God. Was on, she was on a podcast recently where she, like, she was saying something like, some slaves had it good or, or you know, uh, like yep. No, you, but here people believe this stuff. Mm -hmm. So basically yep. like, you know, some slave masters were good and some slaves slaves liked, like felt like they were part of the family. And I'm like, well, that's the same thing in some ways where it's like, well, the black friend that I get to have not is not a slave, but has to function in a way where they're, if they're not um, appealing to whiteness, Mm, yeah. Then they're yep. not. Then they're not going to fit in. So, and that's everything in life, isn't it? Like yes. you. Yeah. So, I, I think that's really what it comes down to is like white folks need to be confronted with it in their face yeah. for extended periods of time. Yes. Or else yes. we're just not going to get it. Oh, there's the book. Oh, sorry. I was looking for the book. I thought I had it here. It's over there on my shelf. Um, doesn't know how to read. Shut the fuck up. I, it's called White Fragility. White Fragility. <laughs> yeah, You've probably read thing. that book. It's a real thing. Uh, uh, what's, yeah. her name? what's her name? It's uh, Robin D'Angelo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's um, true. <laughs> and one of the things that, that, that makes it, I think, the most difficult for a white person to understand is that they themselves are benefiting from a system that re relies on oppressing others yes and the moment it gets called out it makes them very uncomfortable yeah you know because yeah, of course well because they don't we have... see ourselves as good right exactly yeah right the problem is you're not it's not that you're not good and, and i i have like so i try so hard because i do feel like it's i care more about effectiveness than i care about being right mm. so Love it's it. easy to be right all day about this but I would like to see white people change <laughs> like I did. So, but yeah. like, so for me, it's like, well, what's gonna, what's it going to take? And ultimately the more you make someone feel like they have their back up against the wall, mm -hmm. they're going to be like, they're going to be swinging. Right. You know, they're, they're not, they're not about to be like, Oh, I see your point. Yeah. You know, and right. I, that's where I'm trying to figure out what the best approach is. And I, I don't know. We'll see. That's, very, very defensive and the anger yeah, comes out and always yeah ugh.
Makes I like Jane content. Elliott's approach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's good, but she's so in their face too. She's like, I know. Oh, I, she is. Which I'm saying people need. People Jane have... Elliott, have you heard of her? Uh, I, I don't... You've probably seen a video with yeah. her. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like this older lady with short hair, glasses. Oh, and old, then... old lady, like, yes, yes. yes okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So she does this like social experiment. Yeah, yes. the blue eye, brown eye. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I yep. think that's a... That's I know yeah. it's very confrontational. I get it. Very but it, it be, needs to be. And what I mean, I got it too. White like, tears. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's you effective. need to be confronted with it. You yeah. have to yeah. be. You can't there's no other way. You can't mm-hmm. be like coddled along like it's okay that you're right. Don't sugarcoat it no at all. Yeah. I don't see color. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, you guys didn't grow up with this. You should thank your lucky stars. But that like the I was only allowed to listen to contemporary Christian music in the eighties and nineties. All right. So, so sorry. Tell me yep. if you know any of these bands. You probably don't. Um, but Carmen, you ever heard of him? No, what no. I think did who was it? Was it No Illusions? You, yeah, did, yes. Did he do what like when we interviewed Noah? Yeah. 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 Yes. If yeah. you haven't looked this up after look up the video A Witch's Invitation. Oh God! Okay, this thing gave me nightmares for years. Oh right. This might so, be the one uh, that we played. During that it could episode. be. It could be. Um, so there's that, but then there's like um, Michael W. Smith, DC Talk, all, mm. all the biggest bands. They had songs about colorblindness. Oh, so, really? Yes. Mm. So in the 80s and 90s, they were like they'd play clips of Martin Luther King, talk like giving a speech. Someone said Stephen Curtis Chapman. They'd all have something to do with colorblindness. Are you about to... This is the best thing ever. I'm going to have nightmares tonight, though. Oh, oh sorry. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm kidding. What's happening here? A witch's invitation. A land. Carmen. One peaceful afternoon, I picked up from my mailbox. The fuck? The strangest looking letter I've ever seen. A chilling little envelope bordered with flying bats and eerie surfaces. So weird. Eyes were tinted green. Now, the letter was addressed to me, so as I opened it... Is this how he sings? He just talks? Yeah, what I he got into singing later. Oh. That's an amazing letter. Kidding? Yeah. Beautiful, right? And I feel I need to spend some time with you. What? Now, as a Christian from a little church with God's call on my life, a man of faith and What is that face? I don't know. I didn't put any saint with you. And gently and methodically, the Holy Spirit spoke and reminded me, we are God's voice to our nation. Amen, Carmen. It's the church's responsibility to witness. So reluctantly, I accepted. And that's why I'm here today. Wait, didn't he just rip that up? (laughs) I don't know what's happening. (laughs) I think he just ripped the letter, not the envelope. Is there a particular part that I should say? Yeah, yeah. He's being confronted. Oh, that! Oh my God! So keep going. So what happened here? He's so this guy, dragons. this guy, yeah, yeah. He's got. <laughs> he walks into this guy's place. He's got the pentagram. He's got all these things. Oh, look at that! Someone to death. <laughs> I sat literally intimidated by his immensity and demon power, <laughs> while his face shone with a satanic arrogance. Evil satanic man. So there's a scene coming up a little bit. Where um, he's in a bed. This guy is in a bed suffering. Mm. Um, right here. 
Yeah. And your incantations. The friendly demons you think you now control. Oh my the time God. will come when that, you'll be lying scene. in bed, wheezing like a dying animal. Jeez. That, I was like 10. Oh my God. You were what? I was like 10 years old watching this. Oh my God. Well, anywho, uh, <laughs> that was, that's the one. if you Thank want you to check it out, check out a witch's invitation, Cartman. <laughs> you hate um, yourself. <laughs> now, yeah, now we gave him nightmares for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we That's what we do. We treat people with respect and Amen. we yes. traumatize them as well. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen, man. Amen, well, so what you were bringing that up because what, what was going on? Oh, I was just, well, no. I got in a rabbit hole there. Ah, that was my fault. Was... That's my brain. No, I was talking about <laughs> colorblindness. <laughs> oh, yeah, colorblindness. yeah, yeah. And just, but Carmen, you can't skip over Carmen. <laughs> I- iconic. So good. So good. Amazing. Yeah, the best. So theatrical. I love it. Oh. <laughs> Dramatic. Oh, yeah. That's just the tip of the iceberg with that stuff. But yeah, I mean, really? they, they, their whole, and part of the, part of the messaging was that we were oppressed. So mm. like, mm. It was this weird combination of experiencing the fact that we weren't and being told that we were marginalized and we were, and that was a good thing, but we didn't want to be. So I don't know. Some wild. Christians oppressed? What? Never. Never. What? Yeah. Crazy. So do you get that on TikTok at all? Any people saying that Christians are oppressed? I get people that say that white men um, are the most oppressed group oh okay wait wait wait. do you hate white people (laughs) i get that one i get that one a lot okay okay it is interesting because like so i did start when i started making content it was mostly about deconstruction and evangelicalism Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. mostly now it's anti-racism but you can't talk about anti-racism without talking about christianity yes thank you because christianity invented the thing Mm. uh and invented the spread of it across the world so So you have to address it all. Yep. But yeah, before I used to get stuff, Christians would flood in. And um, and honestly, I have a lot of like compassion for people because I know some sweet people. I just know like mm-hmm. there's, you know, just like people who are just trying to live their life and don't really know any better. And I don't know, they they were part of my life, my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so now i'm i try to but on tiktok it's like no one none of those people are out there (laughs) (laughs) um and the racists i don't have much compassion for but i try yeah i mean it's if it's for me to have compassion it's not for people of color who have been oppressed to be the ones to be like i'm gonna love you and Mm -hmm. treat you well because you know it's my it's my job yeah 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 Uh, how how long uh have you been on tiktok uh, I started I started posting on TikTok when I got when I started the podcast, which was January of 2022. But I would just post oh. like clips, okay, from the podcast, and I started making my own sort of content in like August of last year. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, not not terribly long. I've been consuming TikTok since the yes. pandemic started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and your podcast is Dig New Streams Podcast, right? It is indeed. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What What is the focus of that podcast? It's very broad. The, okay. There's no focus. Concept, there's no, we have no focus here. It's fine. There's no focus. There, there's, yeah. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's the concept. I browsed through it. I saw different, yeah. different types of interviews. Yeah. 
I mean, so, I've had yeah. parenting. I've had yeah. like, oh, okay. Uh, I a lot of my friends are like still uh, like authors within evangelicalism, mm. but they're not like you know white evangelicals. It's mm-hmm. typically someone you know. I just had a couple of authors that are, wrote a book called. Uh, <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. We need to do an episode of how to parent. <laughs> I had a parenting coach on. She's fire. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's mainly just like conversations about like justice and okay yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And and I've yeah. got my right most regular guests are atheists. This couple that's an they're atheists. I saw Justin in there recently. Justin was just there. Yep, Justin. Um, Isn't he the best? Pre- uh, nice, nice. Josh, get it. Do uh, it. Do pres- it. Isn't he the best? Get it, Justin now? Best. Punished. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, actually. That was funny. No. Yeah. It was punny. No, don't encourage him. I'm sorry, Mel. I'm sorry. D- no, no, you're punny. not. No, you're not. I'm <laughs> I am kind of. Though. God damn it. <laughs> I'm a little sorry. Tiny, tiny sorry. Tiny sorry. <laughs> this is constant constant (laughs) so i'm always interested in that topic of how religion served as a platform for racism and white supremacy yeah so we 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 talked a lot about uh a lot of that with uh cynthia mcdonald she was one of our guests fantastic uh so what what is it that you have learned oh okay so um what is like the the origin i mean i guess the way yeah, that, yeah. here's you the breakdown here's the breakdown that i go yeah with. yeah yeah when you say they invented it right <laughs> yeah so you've got jesus who does his thing then you've got the gentiles who co-opt him and this is the yes. romans right uh-huh. so they use his crew that like has totally changed what he was about at some point and use him to conquest. So now you've got the Holy Roman Empire from about the fourth century on. And now that since you've got that, that's mainly that spreads throughout Europe. It, you know, it dominates the world as everyone knows it. Mm-hmm. Um, spreads throughout Europe and creates just uniformity of mm. thought. And baptism is a sign of entrance into citizenship in the empire. So baptism within the church is connected to who you are as a citizen. Uh, and that just becomes the way that it is, which is why the Protestant Reformation changed everything, but it's still very white. So in this time, you start to have uh, imperialism expansion. You've got people who are searching out the world and they run into the wild, you know, people of um, Haiti and Puerto Rico. And uh, and that's when we start to see like racism at its. Yeah. What about roots. the expulsion of the Moors during the. Yep. reconquest of uh, yes. in Spain, right? They pushed him out, right? That Absolutely. Reconquista. Absolutely. That was I mean, also I mean it starts with the, the crusades as well. I mean it's, yeah. is it, it's always baked in. And really like it's hard because Christianity cannot be separated from imperialism and conquest. And so because those things are linked up anything from my perspective, anything that flows out of that is connected so like even the science you know darwin was was a racist um and so we've got all of the and he still kind of had some deistic things going on too at certain points um so i just i think so much of the information the science that was created um 
Christians adopted that, used that to promote the slave trade, all kinds of things like that. So Boom. it's just always interconnected. Yep. Crazy shit. It is. And yeah. also the church has always backed uh, dictatorships throughout history. Always. So is that true? Always. Yeah. You name the thing, Christians have done it to get power. And keeping yep. people, organizing people by their race is one way to keep power. Yeah, when yeah. when your holy book is the uh, the cause and the, why they yeah. defended slavery, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's and pretty shitty. It is, and the one of the one of the hard parts too is that one of the major hard parts is that Christianity has been the source of it, and now is saying that they're the solution to it. So, uh, you know, uh, right, right. So, so like, then, well, they are like because they're they're kind of going from like. Well, stop talking about color because that's the thing yep. that perpetuates racism. You guys <laughs> I'm sure that's this. the thing. <laughs> you guys invented this thing. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the deal. So I don't know. What did you hear? You, I'm sure you heard more. Well, yeah, that. it was all that. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Also how imagery of a white Jesus, right? Uh, oh, is, yes. Yeah, white, like... And that's racist too. Like they fucking make uh -huh. Jesus white. Like, uh -huh. mm -hmm. mm. well, it's it's you know the whiteness is close to cleanliness. Cleanliness is close to yeah, cleanliness. That yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, that's also it, it has that element as well, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that's fascinating. I, one of the things I actually have been having conversations with some big deconstruction TikTokers about mm. is anti-Semitism because um because imperialism co-opted a jewish tradition um we carry that with us on the outside like we carry a lot of those ideas that we don't interrogate within ourselves we interrogate all the beliefs that are just ridiculous right <clears throat> but um don't realize how much we're also taking shots at a tradition that is not at all like evangelicalism mm -hmm. um, and oh. their way of approaching their holy book and all stuff, stuff like that is so different. Um, and that's something that I struggle with because a lot of my friends that I've connected with are Jewish and they're like, you know, people who say the old Testament, like it's just nothing are referring to our scriptures. <laughs> so they're like, it's old. Like that means it's just worthless now. Like, so there's just like so many little ways that Christians, who cares if you're out of it, but like Christians and ex-Christians don't realize how they're perpetuating anti-Semitism. It, it's all, all the ways that whiteness wins in the end. Um, we carry it for all the real. way through, you know, we carry it all the way through. And I just, for me, it's important to always be open to being confronted about how it still shows up in me. Mm -hmm. um because i know it's always gonna right acknowledging your privilege i appreciate that that's yeah fucking awesome i i saw a quick tiktok talking about the difference between white skate and whiteness i really like that yeah. yeah 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 that that's um i mean people don't typically understand that because whiteness is something that infects all of us um it's yeah. it is something that white people typically embrace and and don't really think of as a choice but whiteness like for my black friend from high school he had to assume some aspects of whiteness that yes. um were antagonistic to him but it's like ingesting some kind of poison that you take to you know 
to survive. To assimilate, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's like but masking. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But definitely sure. to survive yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So when we see whiteness, like it's not for me to call that out in my black friend, but mm-hmm. it is important to know what whiteness does. Right. And why he, you know, has has to has to do it. Yeah. yeah. We also see this in I've had um I had some really funky interactions with this one Kenyan woman hmm. who's married to this racist white guy. Oh, okay. Oh fun. Um, yeah. And she's she's very antagonistic to African Americans. Um, so she sees African-Americans as all the negative tropes that you hear. And so she came on one of my posts and started making a bunch of posts about me being a racist for talking about racism. And so it was interesting because I noticed this in seminary where a lot of African immigrant Christians Mm -hmm. were antagonistic to African-American Christians. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it, I think, is because in this context, Africans come, get to choose to come here. They see it as a land of opportunity, Mm. whereas African-Americans have generations of trauma that they're dealing with at the hands of this land. And so when you're dealing, when you've got that compared to, I'm coming here with a great cleansed mindset Mm -hmm. that has none of that baggage, you have a very different approach. Everything has to do with your mindset with that stuff. And not just mindset, but like there's Mm. real trauma there. Um, so it's very deep and wide and complex and to call it, call white supremacy or whiteness or any of that, just like connecting that with white skin is, would be a mistake. I love it. Interesting. It all comes down to, uh, the personal experience and trauma. And when a person can't relate at that level, it's hard for them to understand their experiences. Exactly. Right. Right. I mean, it all comes back to, we need Jesus to save us. (laughs) <laughs> wait white jesus <laughs> yeah yeah which one mormon wait, jesus is it <laughs> oh, no no way no they're cult they're cult we're, we're, it's the true, the true it's the true jesus yes yeah, yes yeah. <laughs> god damn it yeah everyone's a cult but but us of course right 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 <laughs> god damn it. why I, do you think there's so much racism in this country uh because it works mm. I mean, it it just works for us. So like, you're not about to mess benefit up. from it, right? Yeah. What you 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 inherit something, you're not about to be like, oh, I don't like I don't like this because I get to live in like a multi million dollar home. I get to live around people that I enjoy. Exactly. I like my access to people are not going to like how things are going, um, mm-hmm. because the demographic shift by 2045 will disrupt a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the and, boomers are dying. Woot, yeah. Woot. Well. Well. And. Um, the, the difficulty with that is I remember in the early two thousands, I was super conservative. I was like George really? Bush, W W Bush uh, all the way. And yeah. I remember hearing that, you know, the demographics are going to change. And I was terrified by that. Hmm. And I didn't even, it wasn't even like, Oh, whiteness all the way. I was just scared. Yeah. I had for some reason. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying we treat minority people different. Are we afraid? No, I would are... never say that. What? <laughs> What? I would never say that. <laughs> Mel, that is absolutely ridiculous. It's false. I'm sorry. <laughs> Preposterous. <laughs> I'm a blasphemer. It's it's madness. <laughs> Unconceivable. <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> so oh are God. you saying that um, obviously you're not leaning the same way politically as back then? Um, no. No. What changed? 
That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Is it related to your deconstruction? Yeah, for sure. Okay, if uh, we just talked to another guest, like literally a few days ago. Yeah. Same thing, right? Yeah. He deconstructed, mm-hmm. but he also took that deconstruction further and examined other toxic traits, mm-hmm. including, uh, you know, political, you know, ideologies mm-hmm. that yeah. support, you know, those things such as white supremacy and racism. Yeah. Um, so for for you, it was something like that too? Similar, yeah. I, I was, I remember I... So I don't know if you've heard of these Christians, but there were these Christians called Anabaptists. And I have heard. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. So I fell in love with that movement because they challenged not only Catholics, but Protestants as well. Mm. And they were like, well, we're going to get rebaptized because they were like, we're to get rebaptized meant you're forsaking your citizenship to the empire and oh. saying that you're, your citizenship is to the kingdom of heaven. And while we might balk at that Mm -hmm. for them, that meant something very different. It meant um, justice for the oppressed and all sorts Mm -hmm. of stuff like that. And so the offspring of them is like Mennonites and Amish. So they're a little funky, but they were a (laughs) radical group. And Mm -hmm. so I became involved with that kind of thinking in seminary. So like 2008. So my first move was to say, I don't vote. I don't vote at all because, you know, that's um, that's I don't we don't place our hope in this earth. Mm, okay. um, yeah. But I I had all the beliefs of like I would have voted Democrat. OK. Um, you know, which is tough because Democrats uphold the system the way Republicans do, too. But they're oh, better, yeah. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Um, but then eventually I came back to like, well, voting is important and mm-hmm. people have had to die to vote right. in this country. Mm-hmm. So right. I vote I vote blue. Um, I'd vote Bernie if I could. I'd vote, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. but but it's the way it is. Yeah, and we're encountering um, voter suppression too, you know. And yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Rural areas, marginalized communities, access to voting it gets harder and harder in this country. Yep. Yes. So if you can vote as if you were making decisions uh, on behalf of other people, you know, make the right decisions. 100%. You know? I, I just think of it as like I'm canceling out my mother's vote <laughs> if I vote, you know. Yes, um, but but yeah, absolutely, fucking vote. No, please. that's so true. And where I live, it doesn't matter. I mean, we're a very liberal state. Okay. Um, in Massachusetts, like you're just never gonna get a vote for Donald Trump here. I mean, mm-hmm. people vote for him for yeah. sure, but yeah. it's never gonna go that way. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, maybe I'm... he's in prison by the time. Um... It won't matter. He can still run, and people. He, he can literally run from prison. That makes so, no sense. So, what? like, put the man on great, like death thing. row or some shit. It's a great thing. <laughs> I kill the man. I don't. He can run think. from prison. How? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happens if you're incarcerated and you actually are yeah. elected president? Yeah, he's got his the Oval Office goes into his jail cell. I don't shut know. the fuck up. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, we've never had that happen, if, if to my knowledge. Happen, it would be him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Can you imagine? I can. I, I still don't, I don't fucking After understand. <laughs> He's what, like, this is the second indictment I heard of a third one coming soon? Like, yeah. how the fuck is he, if if it was, like, anybody else still, still the same, like, how? White. <laughs> well, He's yeah. orange, though. He's orange. He's the orange, He's orange. man. But, like, like, any person, like, how how <laughs> he yeah. is like espionage like yeah. that's like top tier bullshit 
Right. That why would you want that in the fucking well, o- in the Oval, Oval Office? Like, okay, so the way I see it is ugh. that it's part of this whole conversation that um, power concedes nothing without demand, right? So mm. what's happening is that evangelicals are noticing that they're dwindling. Mm. He is their last gasp. He is like the last like power that they're holding on to. Mm-hmm. And Ron DeSantis is kind of a glimmer of that for them, but they're losing and yeah. they know it. And they yep. feel they feel that like we're we're gonna lose if we don't if we lose this guy, right? And so I, I think he they see him as like their last great hope. Wow, I'm honestly surprised that he still has like supporters though. Like I'm sure like I, obviously he's gonna still have them, but it's like like I think recently I saw that even like Republicans are like actually turning on him, like his previous like supporters. Or, you know, no way. Um, yeah, oh, for so, sure he's lost supporters for sure. Like. Yeah. Even in like in the Senate and Congress and all that. Yeah. I don't know. I really hope it's not a, a repeat of 2020. Because... I don't think it will be. <laughs> don't I don't make think me it will. I also don't want Biden either. But we're yeah, don't make... no. It was the, the lesser of two evils. I hate you know? it. Can, I I, can we have it. somebody under like the age of like 50? Maybe. This is how you know there's something screwed up about your country when your two <sighs> options for the highest <laughs> office in the land is two guys that age. Yeah. yeah like what well, you just like 80 and 77 yeah like we have better options guys See, where i'm from i'm from peru i'm not asian uh i'm <laughs> peruvian uh there are multiple parties right yes there's mm. not just two um and there's always two rounds of voting right whoever yeah. gets the most votes like i think 50 percent or more or whatever the, the the top two are the ones who go to the second round and then they vote for those two. Mm, yeah. But yeah. there is much better representation yeah. than over here. Yeah, there needs that's to be not an a age limit. And I know there are other political parties. It's just that they, they have no funding. They There's no way they're going to make it ever because it's all about corporations and lobbying yeah. and all that yep. shit. Exactly. So it's yep. great. I yeah. Love they they need to have an age limit to be president, and the <laughs> yes. uh, Supreme Court should not be a lifelong. Yes, uh, I agree. What in thing. the world? Uh, terms. Job terms. There yeah. terms. There should be uh, an ethics board. I don't know yeah. if there's there was. I think there was talks about one now, but like because they they're doing whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. You know, like at this point, it's out of control. It is. There, there's yeah. like no legitimacy to the fucking Supreme Court. Right. It, we're we're fucking laughingstock. You yeah. know. Very true. I fucking hate this country. <laughs> right in the, in the current state, like yeah, take me to New Zealand, please. Thank Ooh, you. Oh, that sounds nice. Right? God damn it! Or Canada? We were like, like how we're closer to Canada now. Canada so is nice good. too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm go to Vancouver. I'm gonna go visit in September. Ooh, lucky bastard. Vancouver for a week. Yes, I'm going to Vancouver. Well, I'm going to Seattle. I'm taking the trade to Vancouver, and then going into just east uh that region uh vernon Kelowna, and then going to calgary well nice. before that going to banff oh it's gonna be so good oh i love it I'm excited i just want to i have it all it. planned out That's i amazing. have it all planned out on this board wow <laughs> i mean okay well I- I'm okay. very organized, okay? Yeah. I need to know oh, when. Oh, you're, you're organized? Library. Where you're was library. this the last two and a half fucking years? <laughs> like, oh, 
your library shows it because there's multiple things to do right if there's a, a flight to seattle there's a train there's lodging there's a car rental there's lodging there there's another it's a shit show yeah you so need I it on to, a whiteboard i had to fucking yeah yeah boom <laughs> <laughs> it's all taken care of except for the lodging for vancouver i still gotta do that are you gonna go whale watching because i want to cry i don't know it's really expensive and it takes like half a day you can do it out so. here we do we got whale watches but I, I want orcas i want I, but i think orcas are in the atlantic ocean too okay. but like they're mainly in vancouver yeah, we don't really Delaware area. the ticket is like 80 90 dollars wow. and, and it's like you leave like at nine and you come back like at five or six it's like it's like, I, I it's like the whole triple day. that are you kidding ah Hell well, yeah. I am not a trophy wife, Mel. <laughs> Bitch, where? Where? God. <laughs> God. I work. Uh... <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I just, just want to ugly cry at orcas, okay? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. God. Orca. So it's it's the simple things. It is. I'm I'm very uh, well, I will consider it. I will I've, I've been looking into it. But it is it is pricey and yeah. Have you seen the orcas that are like destroying yachts? They're eating the rich in fucking. Uh, well, I want to do that. Where is it? In like Europe? Or not, That's um, fun. I can't remember where is exactly. Like the, but the shark at Universal Studios that eats your literally. Boat, but but, but, the, but the reason why is because the matriarch of that pod was uh, struck by one of the boats. So no. the, the orcas are not sinking the boats. They're taking out the the rudders and the fucking the and they're just leaving. And it's fucking fantastic. That is amazing. This is why I love orcas. They're so great. They're very smart. They're very smart. It sounds and, that way. Sorry, I, I love orcas, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I get very excited. <laughs> Shut up. Um, Do you think orcas believe in God? Yeah. They are God. Are they're the apex fucking predator? <laughs> are you kidding me? Of course they do. God. Yeah. And they're technically dolphins. Did you know that? When you're they're, at the top of the world, you have to, you know? Yes, that's yeah. right. They take out fucking like humpback whales. Like it's crazy. Great whites. They, they literally kill sharks just to eat their livers. What? There, there have been multiple strandings of like sharks on the beach. But well, that's just, what I do too. <laughs> is, is that what I saw in the ocean the other day? Wait, I don't live by the ocean anymore. God damn it. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Um, so one last question for you. Okay. Uh, what advice would you give someone newly deconstructing? Mm, run for your life. <laughs> I, I okay. Um, okay. Newly just starting out deconstructing or, or questioning. Or doubting. Or, yeah. Doubt, yeah. Like right up, right at the, like the, the edge maybe. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's hard because like, if you don't feel like you have a safe space, mm -hmm. um, it's a hard process. Just find a safe space. That's what I would say. Like find someone that you can ask whatever questions and have it not be judged. Don't mm -hmm. just don't ask your pastor. Um, mm -hmm. Don't ask yes. someone within the church because what they're going to do is they're going to, yes. they're going to patronizingly tell you that, yeah, it's safe to ask questions mm -hmm. all the while trying to lead you to a particular place. Right. Boom. Ask them with honesty, curiosity. You'll end up out of there. It's going to be painful. Mm. we're here we're here to guide you into the flames and yes. to yes. Uh, welcome you to hell yeah yes. one that's a, right a good advice is to listen and subscribe to the burning eden podcast that's <laughs> right do that actually i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that 
Ooh, we're gonna have five Wait. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're not subscribed just yet? How dare you cancel this recording right now? No, you know, honestly, uh, delete, delete. <laughs> I probably am. I just have like four different YouTube accounts, and I don't know which one. No, I don't know if I follow you on TikTok though, Mel. I got it. Fo- I Beth yeah. and I are friends. Uh, this a lo- is a lot um, of people don't follow Mel on TikTok. Yeah, no, because well, I'm on account <laughs> 10, 11. Yeah. Oh, you. I lose accounts all the time. Yeah, I'm get banned because I'm a plus sized uh, female atheist who don't give a fuck. Rip fiber pages. It is a purple hair. Yeah, and I do thirst traps all the time and just yeah, they hate me. I feel like I'm like I was no like literally I was on live. I haven't gone gone live in a long time. Right, I'm just sitting here like this, playing music, just saying hi, whatever. I get banned for (laughs) sexual hair for sexual. Um, I don't know. Just it's sex- sexual. I'm it's like, nice to hear. Here. It's nice to hear TikTok uh, getting it right. You know, it's nice. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! Stop sexualizing everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys are That's... great. This is fun. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> we know what we're worth. It, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, definitely have you found a community on tiktok Mm. do you feel like it's a safe space for people who are deconstructing or for them to find other people with similar experiences my understanding is that it is i didn't need it for that um but the people that i've connected with have been so sweet and generous and they send really encouraging messages to me to each other. Mm-hmm. So yes, I would say. And definitely. then you found us, and then yeah. must and then be it, nice. You God, ruined it. you ruined it. <laughs> this is the worst. Listen, you signed up. You knew, you know. Yeah, but you I literally know. asked for this. No, they all say that. They all say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this yeah, was man. a delight. This was a delight, my friend. Hell yeah, man! You're, you're fucking awesome. Uh, you so too. for those listening and or watching. But if you're listening on the audio only, uh, yeah, go to TikTok and it's at Dave Capozzi. 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 However, I like that one. That's good. Capozzi. Capozzi. Japanese, right? Japanese. Yeah, yeah. I told you. I told you. uh, The link will be in the description of this episode. And check out his podcast, Dig New Streams podcast. What does that mean? Dig New Streams. Um, it's just the concept that like your life is flowing everywhere. You oh, okay, okay. Like it's, it's, a, it's, it's a pee podcast. It's fine. That's exactly what it is. Told, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, this you is all about potty humor from my easy feel reference. To, oh, it's yeah. about golden streams. Yes, golden, golden streams, showers. Yeah. Digging. Oh, I'm gonna. We don't kink that. shame here. Remember? So no, never. Yeah, never. yeah, yeah. As long as it's consensual. <laughs> The shower's going to be golden if you want. (laughs) No, thanks. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) I prefer my shower's Uh, white. We also want to give a big shout. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Hey, there you go. Pearl necklaces and and yellow showers. All right. Snail trail. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what that is, or do I have to explain that afterwards? I will Google that after the show. Uh, <laughs> we want to give a big shout out to our friends from Recovering from Religion. Yes. Recoveringfromreligion.org. Their phone number is 184. I doubt it. They have a hotline 24-7 every day. You can talk to a volunteer, peer support. If you are doubting your faith, you're wanting to talk to somebody about it, you, you have questions, 
deconstruction, all of those things, recoveringfromreligion.org. They can connect you to uh, groups uh, such as ex-Jehovah's, ex-Mormons, ex-Muslims. So they have little groups where you can talk to other people who are going through similar experiences. Fucking awesome. Yes. Uh, they are a nonprofit organization. Big shout out to Dr. Daryl Ray and Gail, Gail Jordan. And Gail. also the, they have the Secular Therapy Project, uh, seculartherapy.org, which is a registry of secular therapists. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Such a clever name. Clever girl. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, yeah, if, if you are looking to actually establish with a counselor who is not associated or affiliated with yes. any type of religious organization, they're not going to give you the bullshit, hey, let's pray together. Uh, this is the place to go. Sacredtherapy.org. Recoveringfromreligion.org. Boom. Look at you go. I can read. I wasn't reading, actually. I was just talking. I was I was, you reading. memorized that. It's been two and a half years. I practice every day. <laughs> In a mirror, like, <laughs> on your whiteboard. That's what was written on the whiteboard. That, that was. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. It's like a teleprompter. Yeah, yeah. That's so sad. <laughs> anyway, we wanted to remind our listeners and our viewers that we do have a merch store. If you go to the link in the description, you will find the link. Wait, no. You will. Did I say that right? Yeah. In the description, <laughs> yeah. there's yeah. the link. You weren't reading your prompter. Right. Come on. <laughs> Sound <Yeah>. it out. <laughs> you should just. <laughs> in the. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the link in the description you can find the merch store so please go check it out there is some 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 spicy shit you know what uh please don't forget to subscribe subscribe to our channel <laughs> smash that like button and hit the notifications bell so you don't miss any of our new episodes <laughs> episodes come out on mondays mm. as long as we're able to <laughs> and they are available on any platform where you listen to podcasts and if you're already listening to this you already know so there's that <laughs> leave That's us true. a rating no less than five stars if you want to leave us four, us don't do it don't, don't do it uh follow us on the twitters uh the joint is at bath and mail 666 mine is at Meltry fitty and his is at bath and metal 666 yeah we want to get to a thousand uh subscribers on to YouTube. immediately get demonetized Amen. Because obviously, at least we'll so. have the experience, right? Yeah, this is true. This is true. But we want to get to a thousand. Help us out. Tell your grandma. Tell your pastor. Mm -hmm. Tell your hate watch us. This is my like. Hate this, watch is my us. this is my king. This Rage boners. We 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 boners. Rage yeah. boners. That's what we do here. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, we're a mess. <laughs> big thank you to our patrons on patreon.com ron h atheist chico what's up lynn d evelyn b will h and my friend lisette in canada who i'm going to go We're visit in september everybody's my our friend over here loser uh we also don't want to forget the ogs on anchor robin m and william n boom yes thank you for keeping word. the show alive because that's you know, you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> hashtag goals yeah i don't know about that anywho <laughs> anyway thanks for putting up with mel you, you son of a bitch <laughs> i mean 
Thank you for being a guest on the show. <laughs> That's better. It was really a pleasure. You guys are the best. Thank you. It was so fun. Anytime you want to come back on. Okay. When racism yeah. is no longer. No, it was a it, like you put held the string out there and then pulled it right back. That's I'm right. not invited anymore. Okay, fine. <laughs> when Jesus comes back, you you can be invited. Oh. Back on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, there's goals I'll right see there. What I can do. Yeah. <laughs> see what I can do. Every white person knows knows each other, right? I'm gonna start praying again. Yeah. yeah there oh you my go. god. There you go. <laughs> All right, sir. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you, guys. Uh, Thank don't you. give us like 30 more seconds, yeah, but yeah. this is the outro. Okay. <laughs> this is what <laughs> I'm excited. It is what the Lord wants. Amen. 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 <laughs>